with us now NDSU defense corner that's Dave Braun and, and coach uh, first things first before we talk about Southern Illinois and the matchup in the regular season from your time here when you first got announced as a defense coordinator to now it's the last game of the regular season how have you seen this team yourself this coaching staff kind of grow from the first time Matt Ants brought all you guys together in a room as coaches to the first time hitting the practice field and now all of a sudden you're at the final regular season uh, game in 2019 you know I, I think the growth has really come from just a comfort level you know I'm mean, just getting to know one another and you know continuing to understand our strengths and our weaknesses and, and areas we can continue to improve but you know credit to coach Jens I, I think he hired a staff that is obviously very talented very bright but uh, most importantly uh, really low ego and, and guys that you know don't care about who gets the credit just care about putting a great product on the field and putting our guys in situations to be successful and you know I think that's that's one thing I challenged our guys with from from day one I said you know I, I anticipate that we can have the humility as a group to understand we need to continue to grow and, and a hunger to, to achieve those goals. And, you know, I use myself as an example. Uh, you know, the, the, more than anyone in this entire defensive unit, I probably was the one that had was in need of the most growth in spring ball just in terms of learning how we do things and making sure that the way I viewed our defense messed with how, the, how we've done things in the past here. And, uh, you know, I think my com- comfort level has grown dramatically through spring ball and then through fall camp and throughout the season season and that, that, that's a that's a credit to just an awesome defensive staff and a, a great group of seniors that lead by example um, I'm excited about where we're at but uh, certainly you know I don't think there's anyone in that in that defensive unit that would tell you that we, we still don't have a lot of room for growth 14 seniors you mentioned about that and you got a number of them on that defensive line or whether you go into the secondary what is it about the Josh Hages and the Darnells and the Marquise Bridges of this football team that kind of keep that even track going and not having a dip because once you get so many new guys in I think everyone outside expects a dip or, or a game to kind of you know trip yourself up but here we are again you know talking about a potential you know undefeated regular season gosh it's just you know those guys just bring such a, a consistency, not not even not, not just to Saturdays, but just to practice, you know, and the way they approach uh, the process. And, you know, gosh, you know, I can't tell you how often I see James Hendricks and James Kayser and Jack Darnell and Marquise Bridges and Josh Hayes, and the list goes on and on and on and on. But, you know, at this facility, while we're as a defensive staff, we're going through our game planning process. Well, they're in here already looking at cut-ups and already studying their opponent. And, you know, I walk into meetings and, have conversations and collaboration with Tutsi and Weber and you know Hendrickson all these guys you know that they, they already are prepared to give feedback on the way they see the opponent and that's that to me that's that's what has created the consistency within this defense is just the process that has been laid out but by those that have come before us and the fact that our guys are humble enough and willing to continue to go, go through that process week to week and your opponent this week is still in illinois and kind of a two-headed monster in the backfield with uh, williams jr and, and and davis back there and i know they do similar stuff but also they do something different specifically with uh williams jr a former quarterback that has thrown rushed and also uh you know received a touchdown in a game so as a defense coordinator is that just like the ultimate Swiss Army knife and you're trying to scheme a way to how to you know limit his uh, his ability when you're going to play against him on Saturday gosh they're doing an outstanding job a credit a credit to their players a credit to their staff for utilizing the talent that they have on that roster they're they're really difficult to defend right now and uh you know it's it it is playing that game you know uh, you can make a call but based on what formation they line up in and where those guys are aligned you know it could be a great call or it could be a a call where you're 
you know, really anxious about the outcome just based on where those pieces are aligned. And we're going to have to do a great job of recognizing formations and getting our cleats in the ground and playing really, really fast. And, you know, some we talk about, and it becomes cliche, but, you know, playing through the leverage of our defense, playing through the principles of our defense is going to be, you know, more vital this week than it ever has been. At the end of the day, we just need to understand the concept of the call and play really fast through that. And if we we do that, you know, we got a shot. But, uh, you know, this is going to be a great opportunity, a great challenge for our guys on defense. And, uh, you know, not only is he a great athlete, but, man, you you, you get big number 15 back there. He's, shoot, I mean, to to me, he's – He's, he's as talented a running back and as big as a fullback. And, you know, he has, also has the ability to throw the football. So, uh, you know, I, I'm excited for the challenge ahead, but we're going to have to have a great week of practice. Bison defense coordinator Dave Brown with us here. And you mentioned about the secondary a little bit earlier, and I looked at the stats just looking down. It's like number one in pass defense, number one in uh, pass, you know, efficiency, total defense. What is it made? Because, you know, the ball's going to be thrown through the air with where the score has kind of been for a couple weeks. What is it about that, you know, back four, or is it the front four that, make the back four look better is it the guys that are kind of sandwiched in the middle on that linebacking crew what is it about this defense that has had guys sniffed out when it comes to the pass game this year Dave you know it's all the above and it's it's not just uh the 11 on the field you know it's you know last week we with the opponent that we were facing we we called on a lot of different guys to you know kind of step into different roles maybe roles that they weren't accustomed to but Michael Tutsi stepped in at a linebacker position did a phenomenal job for us James Kayser you know was playing more and more linebacker force against some of those spread teams and you know to answer your question directly am I proud of the way that the back four is playing absolutely but the linebackers play just as vital of a role in those pass fits and to be honest with you you know any DB will tell you your pass defense improves dramatically when you're getting pressure on the quarterback and our front four continues to do an outstanding job I think I think all those pieces play into it and you know we pride ourselves in the back half a lot about you know we celebrate sacks as much as that D-line does because we know that the better we cover and the more we force those quarterbacks to hold on the football you know the more time we're buying for guys like Derek Tuska to get home and finish with sacks. And you mentioned the next question, and I was going to ask is no Jabril Cox, obviously, in last week's game against South Dakota, but you move Tutsi around, you can move James Hendricks around, you can move a number of guys around. Is it tougher as a defensive coordinator to have a Swiss Army knife that can play two, three different positions, or does it make it a lot simpler to go, okay, if option A is down, we can bring another option in and then fill that spot? What it really comes back to is just as a defensive staff and you know our collaboration and conversations with Coach Entz as we go throughout the process is just having those open conversations and not turning into well, you know, well he's a safety so I, I coach him or he's a linebacker so I coach him. It's hey, what what eleven guys can we put on the field this week that are going to put us in the best situation to defend this 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 form of attack and. You know, I think our staff continues to be willing to do that. And, you know, Coach Entz will pick up some slack with Indy with a guy that's playing a new position, Coach Olson and I. Man, Coach, you know, James Kayser jokes about bouncing back between our two position groups week to week depending on who we're playing. And that's what's fun, and our guys step up to the challenge. And, it, again, it comes back to it's a credit to the young men we've recruited. They're, they love football. They're students of the game, and they embrace challenges to move positions when, when they know that uh, it's going to help us win football games. What's the message this week to try to finish a regular season a perfect 12-0 and because you don't get that
that every year to have a chance to go undefeated throughout the regular season, Dave? You know, the message is, is go 1-0 and this week. Go through our process like we always do. And at the end of the day, we, we, we get to play football. And, you know, uh, if we're going to go through our process, we better show up with intent to win. And, you know, if, if we go through our process, show up with a great deal of energy and, and focus on Saturday, we're going to give ourselves a shot. But uh, leave no doubt about it, this football team is, is excited for the opportunity moving forward. Last thing for you, always going to end off uh, like a foodie uh, question. Uh, pre-game meal, post-game meal, what's something that the Braun household or what's something that Dave likes to grab pre-game or post-game uh, once you get to a Saturday? You know, po- post-game, if, if you asked our two boys, they would always vote for Chick-fil-A. <laughs> um, you know, to be honest with you, it's either going to be Papa Murphy's picking up a pizza and running home and just hanging out and watching some college football, or it's going to be grabbing some Chick-fil-A. But I'll tell you what the, the Braun boys are going to ask for. They're, they're going to want to stop by Chick-fil-A and get some chicken nuggets. So, uh, All right, Coach, uh, thanks so much for your time, and best of luck this Saturday down in Carbondale. Thanks for having me.